Blog Talk Radio. On Blog Talk Radio. This show is a collaboration between five women and spirit or universe, all brought to you by www.mindbodyspiritu.com. That's the letter U. There are weekly shows on Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, two Wednesdays a month at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and two Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, covering topics about all things healing, spiritual, metaphysical, and we even throw in a bit of science. Many of our shows include time for you to ask for assistance on your journey, and you will be able to experience some amazing healing modalities and receive guidance authentic spiritual guidance right here right now many are aware of the quickly changing perspectives about our mind bodies and spirit and that's exactly what we are here to discuss so please join us in the spiral of life and together we will learn grow and heal Now let's get started with today's show. Hi everyone and welcome to the Holistic Health Hour with me, Certified Holistic Life Strategies Coach. Um, My name is Aleka Thorvaldson and this is a show that looks at health in a whole new way. So that means we're going to look at health and wellness from a mind, body, spirit, and soul perspective. And it's my intention to create a new kind of dialogue about our health and about our bodies and about our lives that really empower us to make um, real and lasting changes from the inside out. And tonight is going to be an exciting show. I'm looking forward to it because this topic is one of the most frequent um, questions I get. It's one of the most common concerns um, and questions I get as a holistic and intuitive intuitive life strategies coach. And it is the question regarding purpose and soul contracts, right? What is my life purpose? What is my soul contract? Am I doing the work I have been called here to do? So this show, we are going to tackle this very enormous and important topic, Um, but we're going to look at the connection between our soul contract and purpose and how we can sort of excavate, dig in, and um, undo the blocks keeping us from feeling connected to it. And I will give you some clues and some tools to utilize the learning that is present all around you right now just to reveal what your unique purpose is. So if you're feeling a little bit lost, a little bit a little bit uh, disconnected, or if you're just curious and want to know where you are, then this is the show for you. And if you are listening 
on April 22nd, um, 7 o'clock Eastern, then this is a live show. So call in, right? And I'm, I welcome your questions and comments or sharing your story about purpose or contracts. And if you have questions about your unique soul contract or would like intuitive guidance about connecting to it, I'm going to be offering something I don't do all that often, but I'm hoping to do more of. We're going to be doing mini soul contract readings tonight, which is super fun. And um, if you're on the line or if you're listening, call in. We would love to hear from you. The call-in number is 646-595-2385. And Tracy, hello, Tracy. Hi, Alika. Hi. Tracy's in the back. She'll be screening your calls. Do you have any um, mind, body, spirit, you announcements? I don't need to put you on the spot exactly, but do you have anything to announce? Well, um, uh, yeah, you're sort of, no, it's fine to put me on the spot. The main thing I'd want to support is the e-store and just share with everybody to go check that out if they haven't at mindbodyspiritu.com. And then you can either just go to the store, you know, from the navigation, or you could put in the forward slash e hyphen store. And mm. we added just in the last couple of weeks the um, the emotional freedom technique, the EFT tapping um, audios and scripts that Lindsay Murdoch did. So those are new and pretty cool. Um, and then we have, of course, the other ebooks and audio programs that we've all contributed the women here at Mind, Body, Spirit, You. Awesome. So that's about it. That's new. Well, thanks. Yeah, and it's You're really, um, you've done some pretty, like, we've kind of re- revamped the website just a little bit so that e-store is really new and it's really cool and there's all kinds of um, different offerings that are coming up. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> if, let's see, Tracy's going to be screening your calls, so if you would like any information on your contract or purpose, um, feel free. We, I have lots to talk about, though, if we don't get calls. And sometimes we don't get calls on the show. We get a lot of listens, but we don't always get um, a lot of calls, which is fine. I certainly don't mind talking. Um, and I can also understand on some level because it can be a little unnerving. It can be a little difficult, perhaps, to um, to just come out on a live show and ask about something as personal as a contract can be. So if you'd like to contact me after the show to get a more in-depth reading, um, an intuitive soul reading, or anything, um, re- any of my services, that you can contact me and book sessions at Mind, Body, Spirit, You. Um, Mind, Body, Spirit, that's the letter U. And you can also, if you're listening in the chat room, you're welcome to um, ask questions in the chat room, and you know we can answer your questions from there. Tracy will be manning that this evening. Yeah, but reading I like wanna, this. Oh, sorry, go ahead. sorry. I know I'm Hi. interrupting, and then I'll mute. No, oh, come I, on in. I'm just uh, coming from the outside perspective um aleka is extremely humble and she doesn't want to toot her own horn so i'm going to toot her horn (laughs) for her uh that is to say that like we meaning um aleka and i've been working together for a while now and we've done things together and people line up to see her so (laughs) if you're listening take advantage of this because yes i cannot when when i saw she was going to do this because she posted it herself i was like cool um 
because she doesn't do this very often, like live no. on air reading. So yeah, I do. I, because I do so many readings, I often don't have maybe even the wherewithal to do it live. But right. So call in, folks, because um, she is extremely talented and has that wonderful combination of intuitive and her astrology um, background. So yeah. I just had to say yeah. it. So, and if you're Thank in the chat you. room and you have a question or you'd like a reading, we can do it via the chat room if for some reason maybe you're out of the United States um, sure. and you're not, you know, you don't have the technology or the ability to call in. So, okay, mm-hmm. I'll be quiet now. I'll mute. Well, and you in, can always in the meantime, talk if you're just <laughs> say that. <laughs> in the meantime, I know that Aleka has a ton to share, which this topic in and of itself is right. wonderful. So I look forward. I will be quiet and listen. Oh, I Let think me know if you, you need might be me. joining me at the end here to share. You know, we can do a little dialogue at the end. All right. It's fun to talk about. You just let cool. me know. Thanks, Tracy. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So back to, we'll just um, kind of talk about soul contract and purpose and what all this stuff is all about. So why why get a reading? I mean, what does this even mean or why is it important? Um, for me, readings like this can be incredibly helpful for many reasons. And, you know, and in my life coaching practice, I I love being able to sort of intuitively work to really get clearer about the direction that my client is going because you know, helping them, helping you, helping whoever understand the direction that we're meant to walk then we have more clarity, and, and it, that can be very helpful. It can help us feel less stuck. Um, in a sense, the journey forward is easier with a map, right? And a soul contract reading can give us this clarity. It can give us, um, it can help us make decisions. It can help us locate blocks or limitations or fears, as well as highlight strengths that we might have that we may not be utilizing. And so knowing our soul, soul contracts can really, and, and this is really a big one, I think, um, and I use this a lot when I work with people, knowing our soul contract really can help us understand that what we have experienced in life has relevance you know, on a soul level. It can help us make sense about certain things that may not make sense. And we've all experienced some of that um, in the last week. I think it's, it is a week ago today, yeah, that the um, the Boston Marathon bombings happened. And, you know, how do we make sense of stuff like that? It's sometimes, you know, we have to go, probably always, we have to go from sort of a soul level to start to sift through um, some of that meaning, to, to perhaps even begin to understand or to make sense of it and hopefully assimilate or heal from from these big life events. Um, so it, it can help it, as far as give us some sense of validation um, to understand the purpose behind what seems like has it may not have a purpose. So this is this is where I often give assistance for my clients and um, many of my students that you know basically helping you maybe see what you may not be able to see because it is so much a part of you right it's it's almost like that fish 
looking for water or us trying to locate air. It's everywhere, but it's it's so hard to see because it's right here. So it's helpful to have validation and um, understanding in the situations in our life so we can really grow into our authentic and unique selves, which is kind of important for this life journey. So when we understand just what and and where we are meant to learn, then we can really move forward in a new way. So that that's that's kind of the 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 general um why why is that why is this kind of work important and to start with sort of the dialogue about soul contract and and purpose i think it's important to highlight what is the difference between soul contract and purpose i think we can use them interchangeably um the two concepts but i don't think they necessarily are that you know, basically, I think we can all agree. If you're listening to this show, you probably agree with me that life has meaning, right? That there is a a reason why we are here. Quite simply, you know, if we we come from that premise, then our soul contract, then, or our life blueprint, right? It's it's it, there's many terms that I've I've heard to describe the same thing. Our soul contract is simply that. It is our divine agreement to learn certain lessons this time around. So it's the, the contract that we have made with the powers that be, whatever we, however we want to define what those are, the contract that we have made that just where we are on our path and just what we are here to learn, just what the themes, right, that we're, we're working on and learning about. So... In a very real way, in a very earthly way, right? So contracts um, intricately weave our experiences, our life experiences together, to to really create the the tools and and the teaching that is that gives meaning to our life. So, if that's our soul contract, which is this agreement, you know, our our major, so to speak, if we're looking at it from a um, sort of this education or learning um, paradigm, then if that's our contract, then our purpose is to realize or work towards fulfilling the contract. So our purpose becomes seeking all the learning experience that we have within our life and how that reveals the path ahead to to, to realize our, our contract. And I love Joseph Hillman, um, who gave us the you know that analogy of the acorn seed of divine potential that is within each of us, and, and that's sort of the the, the contract, right? It's this, this acorn seed, this this piece of divinity that's within us, and then our purpose becomes to to seek it, to nurture it, and to grow it, to undo any of the blocks that are keeping. It, that that's keeping that part of ourselves from growing. So that becomes our purpose. So just as an, in an oak's destiny, right, is contained in an acorn seed, so too does our soul contain this imprinted journey that belongs only to us. And then our main purpose in life, therefore, is to allow this acorn to grow simply by following 
the um, intuitive directives and life directives that show us how to nurture it, how to tend to its care, which, you know, both of these concepts are incredibly simple in principle, but perhaps um, <laughs> not easy, right? This is tough stuff. So let's let's give an example. So maybe your contract, right, is to claim the authentic, a sense of authentic self-worthiness. Then you'll likely experience many opportunities that challenge you to let go of the belief that other people must validate you to feel worthy. So then your purpose, like my purpose and everyone's purpose, becomes learning through life circumstances. So what does that mean? Well, that means, as far as faith goes, that you might be chosen to, or you might choose to be born into a family um, with addiction issues or codependency or some perhaps authoritarian where you have a difficult time expressing your um, self-worthiness. It, it also may mean that your family is awesome, right? That's not, the, that's not in the contract, but you were teased mercilessly or perhaps bullied in school. So that, that theme might show up in a variety of ways, but there is, we have to always remember that our, our lives really do challenge us in exactly the areas that our contract is asking us to grow. So if you're alive, you are living your purpose. The trick is having some awareness and understanding about it, which is, is what we're talking about today. So to a large extent, our soul contract really is the um, parameters and learning that we decided before we got here, if that's what works, you know, we're not really, we're not going to necessarily talk tonight about just how that contract is decided and how that um, contract is put into place. That that can be a point of debate and maybe a fascinating another show. But the fact is that we all come in with a story, with with stuff to work through and, and learn and grow. And what we do with it, how we grow, that becomes our destiny. That becomes up to us. And I have to make this point. Um, it's it's an important one, I think, because I, I get this a lot. And it's not. I certainly don't knock anyone that has this 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 concept of purpose. I think many of us have this sort of romantic notion of purpose, just like we we have this romantic view of soulmates. We we tend to have this. It, I think it's Hollywood sort of does this to us, or maybe our conditioning. I'm not quite. I think there's lots of different layers, but. We, we may all have the idea that once we find our purpose, then we'll finally be happy, right? We'll finally be at peace or abundant. And, and while, while we're on our purpose, we often get those things. It's important to grasp um, the concept that, that realizing our purpose is a journey and not a destination. There's really no finish line that you need to reach, we do. We don't. I don't think there's this magical place of purpose. At least I haven't sought it yet. Um, not here in, on Earth. But you. We don't get to this finish line. Like you. You did it. You got to the end. No more learning for you. Um, and as I said before, you know, if you're you're alive, your soul contract is activated and your purpose is happening now. There's no doubt about it. So at this moment. Right now, um, your life is giving you plenty of information about what direction 
you are being asked to go, what learning you are needing to learn. Um, And as I said before, sometimes it's hard to decipher because it's all around us, right? So to understand purpose from this perspective, we really have to look at our life through different eyes than we may have previously. We are asked to look at our lives not as happening to us, but it's happening for us. And that's a tough thing. Um, boy, don't I know. I'll just breathe into that for a minute, right? Um, embracing our purpose and fulfilling our contract then really does become uh, about paying attention. It's about asking hard questions. It's about accountability and seeking deeper meaning. It means that our bodies and our lives are speaking to us all the time. And this is the kicker, it, it, our bodies, our lives, may not speak to us in ways that our egos want um, at all, but it does speak in ways that get our attention. There's no doubt about that. You know, a health crisis, a relationship ending, um, you know, our bank account being drained, these, these, these get our attention, and they, they certainly ask us to change in ways that we wouldn't before. So if you want to kind of take a look at your purpose, what challenges are you facing right now? Where and how are your life circumstances asking you to grow? If you have a back pain issue, let's take that as an example because I have my husband had some back pain stuff going on. Um, You know, if you have a chronic disease, a pattern of codependent relationships, you pick it, right, an addiction. What is that asking of you? This is the type of excavation that we need to do to move us from this place of this victim archetype, right, why is this happening to me, to uh, um, the alchemy of empowerment, which is why is this happening for me? And that's hard, you know, I, don't I know it. That, but that is what realizing our contract is about. Because when we fall into a victim place, we're in a place of blame or denial, right? We, we may excuse it. And that place really does block us from realizing our purpose. It is if-then thinking. If they would change, if my job would change, if my mother would change, if my body would change, then I could realize my potential. But that's, that's not the way it works. The definition of empowerment means having choices, and the only way out is through. So when we embody the energy of empowerment and the high destiny of embracing purpose, you know, we may say, this sucks right now. I hate this. But I am willing to see that there might be, might be grace somewhere. And, and that's going into a place of purpose. When we're able to stand in the midst of our, our pain, you know, or our trauma or whatever we're going through in life, and we say, I'm feeling these feelings. And I'm willing to look at and look for the grace. What is this here to teach me? And you know what? Just for full disclosure, we, we might have to look really deep sometimes. And sometimes we're not ready for that question. And that is absolutely okay. Because this process is not about spiritually bypassing anything. It's not about bypassing our feelings. Um, in fact, as I may talk about later, our feelings are vital messengers. Um, that reveal our souls, our souls, you know, messages about our contract and purpose. Um, and just 
so we're clear, spiritual bypassing, just so everyone knows what that is, is sort of the term that we use to, it's a way of bypassing our feelings and vulnerability with platitudes that are right, perhaps. You know, they're right essentially, but we use them in such a way that they actually damn or block uncomfortable feelings. So when you hear things like, it's all good, there was a reason for this, which is something I'm saying today, right? Um, You know, you manifested it, just think positive, that sort of thing. Those things are, by the way, all essentially true on a soul level. But we, um, of course, we, we have to actually get to those things, you know, by going to those realizations or those truths, by actually going through the journey of knowing, by experiencing um, it's not good. And then we have to go through all the feelings and healing that comes to realize, ah, there is grace here, you know, and in that sense it, it is good. Um, that you're feeling like there's no reason for this and then moving through the alchemy of change that takes us to a place where we realize, wow, there might be some reason for this. So it's 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 utilizing um, our learning to take us into our pain, um, and, and and claiming purpose means we we definitely courageously stay with the feelings we're having, and embracing the learning that comes from that. So feelings are the language of our soul, and in this way, when we make our pain sacred like this, when we look for the meaning, then we transform it, and in turn, we transform ourselves. Um, and I notice we have someone on the line, so I'm going to look and see, um, open up, and it looks like her name is Robin, so I'm going to bring her up live, and she has a question on her purpose, so we'll be talking about um, her questions in just a sec. Hi, Robin. Oh, hi. Hi, welcome to the show. How are you tonight? I'm good, and I was just listening, and it really, um, I think I was guided to hear this today because I'm definitely um, kind of struggling with what the things that I'm confronted with right at this moment are definitely painful, forcing big changes, and I'm thinking, this is, I've been through this before. Why is this happening to me again? (laughs) Oh, those are the best questions for this sort of thing, right? Yeah. Yes. So... I mean, I don't know. Yeah, well, let me tell you what I'm getting from you straight up. Um, I mean, we want to look at the – I know that you really utilize your intelligence and your IQ, you know, and you you love to learn and you love to grasp new information, and all that is great. But sometimes that can keep you from making decisions that are really important. Does that make sense to you? Totally. Because it's like you're, it makes sense. You and it's it, you're. I mean, it, it's a gift in some ways, right? Um, that you can see so many different avenues and places to walk, that it's it often gets difficult to to find one path. Right. Um, and what I'm seeing here is that the other the other main theme. I think this could help you. Um, I'll give you some tools in a sec, but. It's it's sort of going from a place of knowing with your mind to knowing with your intuition. Does mm-hmm. that make sense to you? Because I think you you absolutely have intuition in spades. Yeah. Like you have it at your disposal. But sometimes when you get intuitive hits, you might be habitually sort of used to invalidating your intuition with logic. 
Right, overanalyzing. Yeah. Yeah, over and then saying stuff like, "Well, you get this like intuitive hit that feels like out of nowhere." And um you know, and then you might say, "Oh, that's never going to work." Or uh-huh. I can't make money doing that. Yeah. Does that make sense yeah. to you? Yeah, that's that's definitely been an ongoing theme in my life for a long time. Um Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, so one of the things sense. I can I can tell you is that you know, the best you're not going to get um, you're not going to get information that way, right. logically. Like the best, the best decisions that you're going to make, and the way to really access um, this this contract, right? Because this contract for you then becomes going from this place of, in you know, logical knowing, making sense, to this place where you have to lo- sort of develop this trust to intuitively let yourself be led, and it may not okay. make much sense. From a logical place, you, you know what I mean when I say that. Like some of the yeah. best decisions that you're going to make are ones that made no logical sense at all. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm faced with right at the moment. Okay. Now, so do I you need- have in this decision that you have? So we can kind of take this now from this sort of big picture to a small picture. Are, do you have an intuitive sense about what direction that you need to go with this decision that you have right now? Yeah, absolutely. And and okay, and well, I am over analyst. Yeah. Yep. I do. I do. Okay. So that mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. I mean, and I, it involves my daughter, um, mm-hmm. and I'm overanalyzing taking her and moving across the country because she yeah. needs help. She needs a change of environment, and I'm I'm yep. picking it apart thinking, am I doing the right thing for her? Is this wrong to take her out of this environment? And I'm not so scared for myself because I like the change, but... I know you love traveling, no doubt. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my in- intuition says just do it, and then part yeah. of me says, "But wait a minute, you did this 20 years ago, and it didn't quite work out the way I wanted it to." Um, yeah, but that doesn't so that, mean it didn't work out the way it should, right? Right. Okay. That's that's a good. Thing. <laughs> it just means it didn't work out the way we wanted it to. Which, oh, you know, that's sort of the we have to look at it, and there's learning in that. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So I, the last thing that I wanted, well, that I want to also give to you, well, a couple of things that are coming through for you, is you know just to be careful of overextending yourself and being too much in your mind. Like it can show up as insomnia or anxiety or just like too much. Um, yeah, that's big, huge right now for me, definitely. Yeah, that's it's why I was feeling that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. So what what can you do with that? Because it's all great if I can tell you what's showing up for you, but now what, right? So what yeah. can really help with that is to ground yourself. Like I'm I'm a big fan of just getting outside and putting your feet in the dirt, um, yeah. you know, and just trying to balance that mind energy. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, and I do have to force. I definitely have felt that before, but I do have to force myself to, to do it at this, just at this moment in my life. Normally... I can't do that. I live near the beach. That's mm. always around for me. But, um, yeah, I know that I need to do that, so I'll have to remember that. Yeah, I mean, it's really just about getting back in your body even, you know, because one of the things that can really help you this time around is in your learning about feelings. Intuition is a feeling. You know, we want to remember that. And getting back into our body, feelings are a really good way to do that. Okay. Where we can, you know, get it. What am I feeling right now? And and I know that you're in alignment with your intuition. So it's really just about listening. 
Um, and spiritual practice, the, the, the only other thing I was called to tell you is important to develop, okay. is that, um, you know, seeking spiritual growth and journeying and seeking is, is a really good place for you to be. Yeah, I try. I, I try every day, and I probably could go further because I'm just so busy, busy with trying to hold my life and my daughter's life together. But um, I know, yeah. Yeah, I do do that. Okay. Okay. Well, that that was definitely helpful. Thank well, you. Well, good. Thank you so much for calling, Robin. I appreciated talking okay. to you. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Bye bye. All right, everybody, I'm going to get to this next caller in just a second, but I kind of wanted to speak just for a second on something that Robin gave us um, in her, her call, and which was this thing that happens with finding our purpose, right? Because the crux of the matter is that growth which is and learning, which is pretty much why we're here, I think, is, is to learn and to grow and expand and to transform. Growth implies tension, it is the energy of letting go. It's the energy of letting go of something that is likely old to make room for something new. So change implies change. And I know that's really um, it, like, duh, Aleka, but it's true. I mean, it means that we're going to have to do things differently. And it's, a, it's an important piece to remember that our ego is really programmed to keep us in this place of status quo. Our whole biology, in fact, everything in our, in our psyche, our biology, our psyche, is set up to keep us safe. Um, basically, it's to keep us alive. And I'm certainly not vilifying the ego here. The egos, egos do what egos do. N- nothing nothing to um, say it's good or bad. It's, it, its job is to create a sense of safety and a sense of being in the world. So our egos really adapt certain behavior vital to this purpose, right? Vital to keeping us safe at one point. Our ego really does operate from this position that change equals turbulence and turbulence equals bad, right? It's very simplistic in its um, sort of makeup. So what, what can we, you know, how can we utilize this? Um, to talk about our, our, our contracts and purpose, you know, our ego really does come from this place that change, as I said, means, you know, well, even it comes from this place that even known pain is better than unknown joy. And for any of the people that have worked with me or my students, they know I say that a lot, that known pain to our ego is better than unknown, unknown joy. You know, and that's that's a show all in of itself probably, but, we have this ego, you know, that wants to sort of keep us safe and, and status quo. And then we have this, our soul self is all about change, growth, and evolution. So our soul contract and our purpose to finding that is by its very nature all about change. And what that means is it implies we are going to have to challenge old ways of being and belief systems to embrace new ones which is what this tension is all about. And Robin was explaining, you know, in our last call, she was talking about that. This doesn't mean it's fun. It doesn't mean it's easy. It, but it means evolution. It means this is how we grow. It means going from a place of conditioned, habitual response to a new place of expansion and transformation. So by its very nature, realizing our soul contract means 
we are going to be challenged to venture out of our comfort zone. That's what we do. And our purpose then becomes navigating this tension of staying safe and a habitual and pull to evolve and grow. And this is where it can be hard, right? This is where it can be difficult. But this is also where if we have some perspective about what is going on with that growth and change, it can sometimes be very helpful. So I just wanted to add that, that, you know, this, this, this natural tension is, is at, its, um, at its core what is this realizing our soul contract and purpose is, is kind of all about. Okay, so I'm going to move on to the next caller. It looks like um, her name is Jackie, and I'm going to bring her up right now. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Alexa. I'm so happy. How are to you? Good. Yeah, it's good to speak with you as well. Um, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing pretty good. I um, I actually have a question for you, if that's sure. okay. Yep. It's like a, a two-piece question. I'm actually very excited about the full moon that's coming up on April 25th, lunar eclipse. Ah. And I know it's a time of great relief and transformation. And I'm wondering if you can pick up, is there something in particular that you see in my energy that's ready to be released? And the second piece to that question is, I have been emotionally supportive of a woman who reached out to me um, because I was previously involved with her boyfriend in the past and she's seeing a lot of his patterns repeat themselves that aren't healthy for her, and she mm-hmm. was wanting some of my insight and support so she can disengage from the relationship. And for as much as I could, but um, I feel that now it's time for her to make the decision as to what is right for her, and if you, if you see that finding its own release as well. I I do. I think it's kind of interesting because you asked me what the um, release would be. Um, And I'm definitely seeing that um, I think that might be part of it for you. Right? I think that's an important piece. Um, I would also say, though, that this is the thing. It's not so much about her you know, claiming her that, it's about you actually releasing her to do that. Because when I'm when I'm reading, you know, your energy and just sensing in that, you, you, you kind of have this um, imprint um, of a need to be sort of accepted um, or validated, and, and, and it feels very unsafe when you're not. Like, you, you know, it's great to be of service for people. But okay. The, but the truth is you're you're not going to get enough support or validation, you know, to sort of express your individuality or your authenticity. And I know that that's kind of an important piece for you. It's sort of like realizing that um, you are are the person that you need. Does that make sense to you? Because I, I think you might reach out to others for to get validation rather than staying um, sort of in that place of I'm awesome. Does that make okay. sense? 
So could there be a part of this that the reasons why I know you want to help her, and that's a wonderful thing, but could there be parts, like what is the part that you're gaining from it? You know, what is the part that that you think um, that you may have agreed to have her in your life but are now kind of second-guessing? Hmm. Um, well, she so reached that's out. That's the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, right, uh, and so do you have, you just wanted to help her? Is that well, what was right for um, you? She reached out to me. We had never communicated prior to her reaching out to me. And she was very clear. She said she was having a lot of issues with this man, and she knows that we were involved in the past. Mm-hmm. And she, I, it was almost as if she was saying, can you validate to me what I'm perceiving? Uh, and I, And she asked for the truth, and I told her my experience. And she said, that's pretty much what I'm experiencing as well. Mm-hmm. So she seemed like she was needing some kind of support to find the strength to move on. Right. And, and um, did I, you want her to come in? Or well, there a part um, of you that, that well, said I yes suppose, and you meant no? Well, I think, it, I think I was open to, it was somewhat painful to relive the history but I think that I was open to helping her because part of me had some empathy for her. Um, I, I could see that she was going through some of the things I felt I was going through and with him. I almost feel in a certain way if she cleanses her life of him, it's almost like a victory. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying about sort of, but it's sort of like a victory for you. Do you see how, you know, you have a tendency to kind of merge your boundaries with someone else? That is correct. Yeah, and so when you asked me, well, what needs to be released, I think what needs to be, maybe the better term, you know, is what needs to be erected. And and perhaps there needs to be a sort of sense of, um, boundaries that says this is where I am and this is where you are and this is this we're, we're separate, right? Right, and you know that that is sort of your life. That's what I'm hearing. It's your lifetime pattern of sort of merging and and yes. moving into you know and working on um, separation from others. You have a tendency to want to merge and, and um, <laughs> be accepted. <laughs> okay. is, is that about right? I have a merge tendency. Yeah, a merge tendency. The, the crazy thing is you, you do feel mm-hmm. like an individual, and sometimes you, you may not even feel like you fit in all that much, and you're trying to find your place that you fit in, you right. know? Right. And so there's that dance. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, isn't it crazy? There's that dance between um, who am I but sometimes you get pulled back into that old patterning of, well, who do you want me to be? You know, I can be that. And it's an important piece to, to get back that your 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 high destiny, right, in your contract is all about really saying, I, you know, I'm an individual and I can take center stage and I actually don't need to be the background singer. Like, I can be the lead singer. It's about claiming that creative expression of yourself if that makes sense to you. Okay, I'm very creative, um, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So really getting out there and letting that shine, you know, and, and being self-confident and, and sort of being the, the center of attention rather than the person that kind of 
is it takes care of other people. I guess is what I was yeah. saying. I'm a, I'm a caretaker. That is correct. Yeah. Yes. I and think, that's a wonderful think, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But not when we're, you know, when when we're taking care of people and doing things for them that they should be doing for themselves, that becomes the boundary that we need to set. They should do it for themselves, right. I think... And that's what I'm feeling about your friend. Like, it's time for her to really heal that she needs to, to go and, and do that. Right. I think she is. I think, yeah, and we're not really... Like I said, she reached out to me, so I gave her what I could. And I yeah. um I, I do feel like she is she has the strength to do what she needs to do. She's gonna do what she needs. And I feel Perfect. um Yeah. You can release your sort of so when you said what do I need to release? You can release your um needing to do to do anything more for her in that exactly. regard, that you've done what you needed to do. Right. And and yeah, and then the more, the, and, and then even staying attached to her, even on an emotional, communicative level, keeps mm-hmm. this man in my energy field, which I don't need. Yeah, I don't need him to be in my energy field. Well, He's living with her. So that, question. You know. So yeah. maybe in this releasing, you're not just releasing her; you're releasing him, and that's an important that's piece for you moving forward because that can be like an anchor, you know. Right, and I have a great man in my life, so I don't even Fantastic. need to go from the past. And um, I, I need to rely on astrology at the time, but I'm a Sagittarius sun, which is my independence, mm. but I'm a Cancer rising. So ah, yeah. So there's that, there's that piece, huh? Like Sagittarius Thanks. sun of expressing and being out there, and then that Cancer that likes to kind of chill out and be at home too. Right. I think mm-hmm. that's it. Thank yeah, you so much. Yeah, I get it. You're welcome. I'll okay. talk to you okay. another day. Thanks. Thanks, Thank Jackie. You. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, those are fun. I do love doing soul readings. Thanks, everybody, for um, for calling in. And we have another um, person on the line that I'm going to take Um the call I'm going to take in just a second. If anybody else, let's see, we got about 15 more minutes. So if you want a um, reading, a soul reading, or if you have any questions for me, call in and we'll make it happen. All right, I think her name is Tonita, but we will see. We'll get her on and see. Hello, Tonita. Hi. Hi, was that how I, did I pronounce your name correctly? Yes. Oh, perfect. Okay, wonderful. So, what? Um, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing good. Good. And I saw here that there's a little question about relationship. Is that kind of what you're wanting to know about tonight, or what, what's right. on your mind? I wanted to know um, if the person that I am currently involved with, if this is the person that is going to, you know, be my husband down the road, or whatever you could tell me. Mhm. Well, this is what I can do um kind of my intuitive read, but as a soul contract thing, I want to kind of give you a tool too to kind of check in yourself so you can okay. cuz this is a tough one for you. Making as as kind of like with the first um caller we had tonight, making decisions can be tough, right? At times. Um especially decisions like this because the logical mind is fantastic for, you know, doing certain things, but it's not so good when mm-hmm. it comes to love. 
Um, and when I'm, you know what I mean by that? Like, love doesn't make sense. It just doesn't, right. you know? So this is where, you know, you, you kind of have that contract to, and then I'll answer sort of intuitively for you, but um, you have this contract of really relying on learning and trusting your intuition and what you need to know mm-hmm. about that. One of the things I can also tell you is you like to know when things make sense. And one of another part of your contract is learning to trust, which, you know, the definition of trust means not knowing how things are going to work out, right? Mm-hmm. So that makes it hard because you so want answers. And as I spoke, if you heard the beginning of the show, I spoke a little about that tension between kind of what our ego wants and then what our soul is asking us to do, which is to trust. Because I, what I feel for you is that he is a really great guy, but you have a difficult time trusting that. And, and there's a part of you that just that, that kind of perhaps from past relationships has a difficult time trusting. Does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so maybe it's about that. Is not necessarily asking, you know, is this a guy for me? Because, of course, he's, 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 what I'm hearing is like, um, you know, as I'm speaking to, um, you know, guides and, and from beyond, you know, saying, yeah, he's, what I'm hearing is he does really great things for you. He's very caring. I see him like, it's funny because I'm getting a visual of like him getting you water. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. But like getting you wow. glasses of juice. Um, does that make sense to you? Well, it's been an on-again, off-again situation for 11 months, uh-huh. and um, we are back to talking again now um, because I'm pursuing that, but I don't know where I stand with him right now. I don't know if he's going to want to take me back and try the relationship again. Um, I've asked him a couple times. Now, we've only been talking for like a week and a half now. Since, since the breakup of a couple months ago, and right. um, I've asked him, do you want to go to the park sometime? And he'll text me back, and he'll say, don't know. Yeah, I feel like, has has he been has he been married before? Has he been? No, no, he no. hasn't, but he was in a bad relationship before. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because there's like an element but we, that... But we were dating, we were dating, and we were doing good, but then... Yeah. You know, um, we had the breakup, and now I'm trying to get and him what to I'm go out. To the, the breakup was really about you both being kind of scared and shell-shocked. Does that work for you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, again, it's sort of like this, This both of you are maybe in this place of, it's like, a, like one of those um, gunfights, you know, like I'm not going to be the one to trust, you know, and... I, I see that he's really a caring person. Like, he's a very caring individual, but he's scared. And you're a very caring individual, and there's a lot of learning and growth that can happen, but you're scared too. Right. You know, so it's like both of you are kind of like, now what? Um, and so what's what, what do we do with that? Well, we have to look always because we have to remember, you know, relationships, the whole point to relationships is to teach us about ourselves. You know, the, the, I love that the the term um, intimacy, right, is great, but it's into me I see. So every okay. soulmate in our life is telling us, hey, I'm helping you on your soul contract here. I'm going to have you grow. 
and he's asking you to grow into a place of trust. So the, the question is, what's that about for you? You know, can you do that? Are there are hits to your intuitive senses or your intuition? Is it telling you, yeah, this is not a trustworthy fellow? Because intuition is going to be your helper here, right? I'm not necessarily feeling that, but I'm just throwing that out there. Right. Right? So this is well, going I think, to I think you, my main uh-huh. concern is, is if, if he's going to start seeing me again or if I'm wasting my time just talking to him. Yeah, I mean, he's scared too. I feel like that might be the, the opportunity or the, I'm sorry, the topic to talk about is like, can we just be real about how scared we are here? And like, do we want to go forward with this? I feel like he's, I can't tell you like what he's going to do. I can tell you that he has the opportunity to definitely grow into it. I think the reason why he's held, hold, being held back is because he's afraid. He's afraid, and then any, he's kind of gun shy. So any little, you know, any little moment that happens where there's a disconnect between you, it kind of like he closes off again, and it takes some work to kind of bring him back out. Right. Yes, it does. And he's a cancer, so he's oh boy, very yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so you know what, cancers wear their hearts on their sleeves. It's hard, you know, for them. To, to navigate cancer, you know, or I love cancers. I have a son that's a cancer. But to be a cancer, you know, cancer in our really kind of masculine environment, it can be kind of tough because they feel, you know, and, and men aren't typically allowed to do that so much, you know, so which is unfortunate. But um, it's, you know, realizing that he's just, he's in that place of fear. But your work, again, you know, becomes – What's my relationship with trust? Can I just put myself out there without knowing exactly what's going to happen? Right? Because this is the truth. We we can't – this is what I want to say about trust. Um, you know, we really can't I, – I, I hear this from clients a lot, and it's sort of surprising. I'm just going to go out and say it, that, you know, you really can't trust anybody. I know, right? People are like, what? You just said to trust. Because people have egos too, and what, what does that mean? Trust means that nothing bad is going to happen. That's that definition, right? Well, that's not really trust because I can't say that, you know, something like, gosh forbid, you know, my husband gets into a car accident or he finds another soulmate or something like that. I, I don't know if that's going to happen or not. What I can trust in is that intuitively I know the direction I need to go and no matter what happens, I'm connected to something deeper, right? That's the trust, Mm -hmm. that there is learning here. That's the trust. And so I think that what I'm really feeling about this relationship is that the learning isn't over, that, you know, don't throw it out, so to speak, like work at it just a little bit because I think that Mm -hmm. it's important. Well, it's funny because I had a premonition dream a couple days ago, and – all my dreams come true. So, wow. um, you know, oh, yeah, I'm getting And what was your dream? Like, yeah, what was it then? Well, it was me and him. We were at the beach at night, mm-hmm. and I saw the water, and the water was moving slow back and forth. Mm. And, you know, my pant legs were rolled up. So it was still a little chilly, and... um then there was another scene where we were, must have had like a hotel room, a fancy one, 
because it was real big and there was tile on the bathroom wall, like a brown mosaic tile. And it was a big, huge walk-in shower. Um, And then the last scene was me and him were laying peacefully in bed, sound asleep, with white sheets and a white white comforter. Oh. And then I woke up. Well, if you say that every dream comes true, there you go, right? Right. And I woke up and I was like, wow, wait a minute. I was just there. What am I doing here? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I I hate those dreams when we wake up from that stuff. And we're like, that was great. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I mean, I think that, um, so the other piece I said earlier is definitely follow your intuition. You know, it's not done yet. Give it, give it, give it a little more work. Does that work for you? Yes. All right. Well, I, I appreciate you calling in. I hope that was helpful. Yes, it was. Thank you. Good, good. And I hope to talk to you soon. Hope to talk to you soon. Have a great evening. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Fun callers. So such good stuff tonight. So we're going to be winding down here in our in our show on contract and purpose and um I have more to say, but I'll I'll save it maybe for another show and this was fun. If if maybe I will do this again. I always enjoy um doing live live calls. I do do a lot of readings. If you would like um, a longer reading, and if you, if you have more in-depth questions that you'd like to tackle, then you can always find me at Mind Body Spirit U and schedule a time to to connect. I can do it via Skype or via phone, or um, if you live in the Charleston area, um, South Carolina, I can do it in my office. Um, and what I really want to to highlight from this show is that. You know, we we claim our purpose and really to through the experiences that we grow through. So if you are in something right now that it it feels like there's no meaning or you're having a difficult time um, connecting, um, understand that there there is learning in it for you, that there absolutely is your soul contract, your purpose is being revealed. It may just be hard to see that, you know, our contract really is that dance with the pull of, you know, that pull of protection that arises with this survival urge that we have to conform and be safe and the evolutionary or soul-expanding goal to re- re-examine and reclaim and transform ourselves and our power and our choices in a whole new way. So if you're here to develop courage, to, to claim the freedom of expressing yourself, um, if you're here to develop courage, right, that, that means that you will not do it in the absence of fear, but through the embracing and transforming of it. So in other words, we, we claim courage by doing things that scare the heck out of us. And we, we claim wholeness by going through this these painful moments in our lives and and assimilating them and healing them in such a way that we become whole. So that is um yeah, just it's a good thing to remember when we're going through stuff that's difficult especially right now. So I appreciate all the callers that we had this evening. 
And if you have any comments that you'd like to share, you can find us on Facebook, Mind, Body, Spirit, You. You can contact me through the website. And I look forward to speaking with all of you next next month, the third Monday of the month. And we'll maybe we'll do this again. Have a great evening, everybody. Happy Monday. <laughs>